20, that's right, $22 trillion in debt. 21 missing dollars. No, that's 21 trillion missing dollars. Oh, was that? Oh, that's Pentagon. Remember they said it wasn't our right to know? And then we have 1.5 quadrillion in credit swap derivatives debt. What are we going to do? Well, wait a minute. I'm not done. We have 242 trillion unfunded mandated liabilities debt, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and so forth. We take in, as a nation, about $3 trillion a year in taxes, that's income, and excise taxes. We could pay off until the 30th, 40th, 50th century. We're not going to touch some of these debts. And who do we owe the money to? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. And is there any way to deal with this? Well, we're going to talk about that, too. And yes, there is a solution. The problem is the people that would have to enact the solution are the very people that you owe the money to. But there's a way around that, too, if people just become aware of how this game is played. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield is the very best at doing what they do. They scramble your IP. You have a different one every time you hit a keystroke. Impossible to track you. This is what people in China need with a social credit system set up by Google, where they're persecuting people for going to the wrong sites, saying the wrong things on the net. And if you don't think it can happen here, I'm telling you, it's already beginning to happen here as Google is installing this system as they're wiping out the First Amendment. You need to be worried. Someday you won't be persecuted for where you go on the net and what you say. You're going to be prosecuted. Virtual Shield can take care of that for you. And Virtual Shield can do so with a 20% off sale. You can also try it out for free for 30 days. Go to HideWithDave.com. That's HideWithDave.com. So how do we solve the debt crisis? Well, we've had 10 years to watch another nation as they did what we should have done without question. The nation of Iceland had courage. After the banker meltdown that hit virtually every modern nation, and bailouts became a way of life in the European Union and the United States. Iceland said, no and hell no. We're not paying you bankers anything. You're the ones that caused this with your illegal Ponzi schemes leading to the credit swap derivatives debt. Now, what did Iceland do? They threw those people in jail. That's right. They had a couple of Bank of America officials just get out of prison two years ago. They were in prison for eight years for the crap that they pulled on that nation. And Iceland said, we're not going to go along with you on this. A lot of people thought we would see a regime change in Iceland, assassinations in Iceland, a collapsed economy in Iceland, but that didn't happen. Iceland was very visible and very public about what they did. And we should have done exactly the same thing. We shouldn't have given in one inch to these people. You see, the credit swap derivatives debt, $1.5 quadrillion, and that's an estimated amount for the United States. No one really knows how much it is. That's just a figure everyone's kind of agreed upon, but you can't trace how much it is. It could be $6 trillion, quadrillion. It could be $100 quadrillion. We don't know. What we know is when we take in $3 trillion a year, we do not have the ability to cover it. Now, how did this debt occur? Well, Glass-Steagall was repealed by Clinton, and that 
80 bar the door. That's what led to this event happening where we had absolute incredible debt that crushed the economy. Klaus-Steagall was passed at the encouragement of Roosevelt during the Depression by Congress. And they said, you can't borrow money for a down payment on a home. You can't borrow money to get into the stock market. And that was called borrowing on margin during the Depression. And that was one of the primary causes of the collapse of the American economy. Well, Clinton did away with that in 1998. Glass-Steagall went away. And it took the bankers a little while to figure out, gee, we can make lots of money here if we bundle the home mortgages. And here's what they did that was totally illegal. They would borrow on credit the money to get started. And they had to have a financial institution bank them, like a Bank of America, a, a grade A creditor. So the Bank of America would put their name on the loan, and then these bankers would say, okay, here we go, boys and girls. I got a home mortgage here or a series of them that are worth, let's say, a billion dollars. But it's going up and up and up, and we can flip that into $10 billion, and then into $100 billion. And eventually you're going to reach a ceiling where the whole thing crashes, and that's exactly what happened to our economy. One of the best movies ever made out there on this topic, and they accurately captured it, was called The Big Short. It came out in 2015. And at the very end of the movie, they said, it's happening again. And it is. It is. We're looking at, at mortgages on potentially going underwater in some parts of the country. Home sales are down. People can buy homes with very little credit check now. It's kind of the same repeat. And we went through this, oh gosh, we bought a home in, back in 2003, and we were absolutely stunned that our finances weren't observed, dissected, and taken apart in more detail. It was kind of like, here it is. Okay, that's fine. Hee hee. Sign here. And that was about all we went through when we signed our new home mortgage. That kind of carelessness led to a big, big problem in the economy. Now, let's get down to brass tacks here. What did Iceland do? They said this was a Ponzi scheme. It's illegal. We don't care about this Glass-Steagall thing the Americans talk about. It's a Ponzi scheme under our laws. And guess what, boys and girls? It's a Ponzi scheme under American laws, Glass-Steagall or not. Glass-Steagall made it much easier to enforce. But it's still a Ponzi scheme. We don't owe that money. You can't be required to pay a debt that was accumulated based on fraud. And that's what this is. And we should not be paying that debt. Well, let me stop and say this here. You're probably wondering, is there a name? Am I going anywhere with this? Yes, there is a name for the strategy. And yes, I am going somewhere with this. It's called debt repudiation. The smartest audience I ever spoke to was a group from what we call Freedom's Phoenix, the Breakfast Club. And they meet one Saturday morning every month and they invite a guest. And I was invited to speak in the year was 2015. And they asked me, they said, well, what do you think about the debt? And I went through some of what I'm saying here. And I said, uh, well, there's only one answer for the debt. They said, what? And I said, debt repudiation. And I got a standing ovation. I think almost everybody in that room understood what I meant. But today, if I were to go public and say that, I'd think probably less than 10% of the people would understand. Debt repudiation means this, that under the law, in every law, every, excuse me, all 50 states, have the same law, that if a debt is accumulated based on fraud, you do not have to pay the debt. And you're allowed to exercise what's called debt repudiation. The feds have the same law as well. And this was absolute fraud. It was a Ponzi scheme. It was a money game. And all we need to do is to say, not only are we 
enacting debt repudiation, you've got to pay this money back with interest. And if you don't, we're going to prosecute you and put you in prison, just like they did in Iceland. The Iceland had, was a remarkable example. Everybody said when Iceland played that game and threw the B of A bankers in prison, they said, oh, that economy is going to collapse. Well, they didn't. Two years later, their GDP was approaching 4%. And under Obama, our GDP didn't even hit 2% that year. They benefited from what they did. Five years out, they were still kicking our butts on GDP. It wasn't until Trump got elected in that first year and negated the free trade agreements and manufacturing started to stay inside the, stay inside the country, did we see the GDP rise to the level of Iceland? They showed us what to do. A nation of a million people, actually a little bit less than a million people, showed the powerful United States people what we got to do. The problem is, is who becomes the Secretary of the Treasury? Who was there when all these decisions were made? It was Hank Paulson. Who was Hank Paulson? He came out of Goldman Sachs. And if you followed me for any length of time, you know how dirty Goldman Sachs is. And Hank Paulson went to a closed-door meeting of Congress in 2008 and said, if you don't give us the money, there'll be tanks in the street, total chaos, and you'll get the blame for starting a civil war. And Congress hit the chicken switch and gave them all the money they wanted. Did you know that the bailouts actually go also to European banks, European businessmen? Yes, you're paying money on that. And all we have to do is say debt repudiation, make the case, and you can even start getting the money back. That would wipe out the entire $1.5 quadrillion or however much it is. Now, would that have an effect on the $22 trillion debt that we have as a nation? Yes, it would, because a lot of that money goes to finance that debt, particularly on the interest payments. The amount I read varies. Some people say it's $3 trillion, Some people say it's $8 trillion. But whatever it would be, it would be a significant dent and a cut in the existing debt ratio. Debt repudiation, and it's something that I would encourage all of you to begin to read about because it is our legal way out of this. And this is something I don't want you to know about. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you ever heard Fox Business Channel ever talk about debt repudiation under the law? Never. How about CNN? You ever heard them talk about it? No. But you can look this up. The information is publicly available because the laws are on the books. It's that simple. We have a choice, America. We can continue to be sheep. We can bury our head in the sand and be the victim of these criminal bankers. Or we can stand up and demand our politicians do something or throw them out until we find the right politicians that will do something. The problem is, is you have to have a majority of the voters know what the hell is going on. And unfortunately, we don't. Because over half this country is dumber than a box of rocks by choice. That's why this show exists. But see, I can't do this by myself. You have to take a broadcast like this, and you have to make it go viral. This is up to you. Each individual doing their part. And I'm not saying it's just Dave Hodges' work that you should promote. I'm saying anybody who comes along and talks about these issues and makes you sit up and think and say, maybe there is a better way. You've got to educate the public. Because right now, we're enslaved by this debt. We're being held hostage by this debt. And we do have a choice. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share this on your social media, and we'll see you back here again next time.